Hello and welcome to Overtime Hockey Talk. My name is Mark Paul, Justin Baker, co-host. How's it going? Good. How about you? Great. Enjoying the playoffs I, immensely so far. Yes. Except for one particular series. It's uh, kind of sucking the life out of me. But Washington, Columbus, right? Exactly. You know, <laughs> just those blown leads at the end. And then just to, to go and win it in OT. Yeah. Yep. That's what's killing that's me. That's exactly Nothing it. to do with the Leafs. <laughs> Uh, underperforming at all nothing uh austin matthews i'm gonna give him the award for the most the highest expectations not being met so far in the playoffs that's fair i mean washington's down two nothing but ovechkin has a couple goals he's producing a lot of offense Uh, i'm trying i mean even like la is down three nothing and drew dowdy's doing his darndest to keep his team in it. Kopitar is doing his best to to get some offense going. Yeah. Whereas Austin Matthews, it's like his his best shifts have been in the final minutes of the third where nothing matters. Like it's, right. it's really sad. Uh but anyway, we'll we'll hit on that. Uh I think that it's uh it's worth exploring some other things too. We'll uh yeah. we'll we'll wait. We'll wait on the Leafs for a minute. Hold those um, tears. Yes. What uh, what series have you been following the close the closest? Oh boy, I've tried to try to be fair to all of them. Fair and balanced is my my motto. Oh, this yes, Justin News. <laughs> yeah, I I think my the one I've been watching the most out of is probably the the Winnipeg series. Okay, been yeah. a, been a, so many hits in yes. that series. I think game one was 129 hits, something like that. Ridiculous. And yeah, and I I am on record as saying that Minnesota would win game three mm-hmm. first because they're incredible at home. I think they've lost six road games or home games all year long mm-hmm. in regulation. Second, all that airplane. I, the Winnipeg Jets tried to fly to Minnesota. They get sent somewhere else, and then they sit there for a while, and then they just have to go back home and then have to fly out the next morning. They didn't even land until 10.30 a.m. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Which is which which would definitely throw off everything. Oh, I mean, absolutely. These guys are – you're so routine at that point. Uh, I said – I think this this is probably going to mess with them. Like, considering everything that was happening, there was there's a huge snowstorm, I guess, in Minnesota, right? Yeah, and uh, twenty and then, inches. And I then think. you, you got to think it probably wasn't that fun getting to the rink from the airport. You know, I, I don't know all the logistics, but it sounds like it was hell. I mean, I've been on some pretty bad flights. I've had to sit in the runway for over three hours before on a flight yep. to Vegas. That was that was just you want to kill somebody. Absolutely. And and there are people on like me in my head. I'm just like, what the? F- well, it mentally wears you down to such a point where yes. you just feel physically tired. Yes, and there the thing is that there's always one guy <laughs> who it gets to a little too much, <laughs> and they start yelling and or or they they do the uh, yeah. So uh, this is great, yeah. You know, and they're just <laughs> yelling and uh, it's. Uh, that guy. That or, guy. That's the same person that when they're in a long line, they're like, "Does any can anybody else believe this? Is this real? How, how is this even happening? I, you know, what are these people doing here?" And you're just like, "Well, I mean, the person at the cashier is probably not their fault. Yeah. They probably are making about nine dollars an hour, and oh, I'll bet they can't wait till you're at the front of their line so that you can bitch them out." It's like the sure, other day. Sure, that's what they're looking for. I went you. to Wendy's for lunch, 
And no joke, I was in line for maybe maybe 45 to 60 seconds. And the two guys in front of me were like, I thought this was called fast food. What's going on? Holy shit. We smokes. could go get a pizza and order it and be back in time. And I'm like, okay, go do it. Down. Dare you. Yeah. Dare you to go get a pizza in 60 seconds. Like, you can get Chinese food that quick. And they were there were only two customers in front of them. It's like, seriously, dude, you come out at noon on right. a weekday during business right. hours yeah, and you're it's just mad because be you're taking more than 40 seconds to get your food. I don't know. Whatever. Perfect. Uh, back to hockey. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, I, I figured that they would probably come out flat and they did. And so yeah. I'm personally, I'm taking that game and I'm just mentally throwing it out in terms of actually taking a look at the series and taking a look at it at as a whole. Yeah. I, I just, I think that was a little bit of anomaly. Uh, I, I am really happy that Zach Parise is playing really well. He, he looks like at least before he didn't even look like a shell of himself. And now he at least looks like he's a shell and the shell has legs. There you go. He hasn't quite stuck his head all the way out of that shell, but he's he he does look a lot better. And he's he going to the net. And that that really, if you remember in 2012 when New Jersey went to the final against uh, mm-hmm. Los Angeles, the reason they were so good is because Parise was so good in and around the net. Yeah. I mean, he was just scoring goals, almost like a James Van Riemsdyk type, where he'd just go feast in front of the net, except for he's a much better passer and actually was a two-way forward too. Right. That goal he got from Granlin, man, where he tucked Ooh. it around the Ooh. guy's skate, I was like, man, yes. that's dirty. But, yeah, and I'll tell you who else has been very impressive in the series has been Devin Dubnik. He's just – he kept them in in those games real real tight, those first two games in Winnipeg. And I, I honestly thought, hey, if they had Ryan Suter – Yeah, I know. Maybe. It, it would be a series. Yeah. I, I think that it would probably still be 2-1 Winnipeg. I I, agree. I, I think yeah. this – I'm. it won't shock me if it goes back 2-2. No, I, it won't shock me at all. Uh, I think that eventually, though, when I when I see Matt Dumba at thirty minutes a night, it's yeah, that's going to catch up to you. You can do that for a couple games, mm-hmm. I, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think any decent defenseman can play thirty minutes one night, and it's no big deal. It's thirty, thirty, thirty. What happens if this next game goes to overtime? You know, yeah. these games have been tight and they've been close to overtime. One of them is bound to go to overtime. So what happens if you get into a deep overtime and suddenly you're looking at Dumba playing 45 minutes? What are you going to do the next game? Oof. So I think there's just probably a little bit too little of depth defensively for them to ultimately win the seven game series. But yeah, but I love the way that they're playing. It, that's that series is probably the most entertaining in terms of just there's hits there's goals there's fights there's been everything it's yeah. been great and the and the crowds in both oh arenas have been yeah. fantastic it's been great. yeah it's it actually surprised me a little bit because like when we were doing our picks i picked you know winnipeg to sweep them and surprisingly enough, oh minnesota, yeah you did yeah, pick them to sweep minnesota <laughs> shown a lot more life than i thought they were going to get minus you know ryan Suter and like you said zach prise playing at a different level than i thought i was going to see out of him so yeah yeah, I think the one that we can all just go, mm, yeah, it's probably a sweep is the New Jersey, uh, New Jersey Tampa Bay series. I've, yeah. uh, right now it's five fifty three p.m. on Monday, mm-hmm. April the sixteenth. So you could be listening to this, and, and maybe New Jersey's won a game. Uh, we're gonna do our best to talk in generalities. There you go. So there, I mean. A team down to like with the Leafs, uh, 
they, it can be two nothing. It can be two to one. It can be three nothing. And I don't think that it changes the fact that that Marshawn Pasternak and Bergeron line oh. is the best line in hockey right now, and will more than likely be the death of Toronto because if Toronto goes back and wins these two games, let's say let's say they win two games, mm-hmm. can they win in Boston? Is that even is it even possible for them to win in Boston, especially without Nazem Kadri? Well, they'll they'll, they'll have Kadri back for for a game five. Yeah. Uh, but man, it just, it seems like the last change in that series matters more than any other series because no team has a first line like that. And no team desperately needs to not have that line out against their fourth line more than Toronto. I mean, it's, it's truly incredible what they've done. 20 points for the three players combined. Pasternak has yeah. nine of them. He had six points in their last game in their 7-3 to three route. And really the three goals came long after it was even a game. I mean, at some point, you know, it's hard to keep the gas pedal on. And there's no reason to keep the gas pedal on. You don't really care. You're up by six goals. It's not a big deal. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Pasternak breaking Wayne Gretzky's record for the youngest player with six points in the playoffs. <laughs> I, I saw a tweet from Chris Johnston saying that uh, he was talking to Pasternak, mm-hmm. and he said, "You know, guys have been giving him, uh, you know, giving him a hard time—not a hard time, but like pushing the fact that, dude, you broke Gretzky's record." <laughs> he's like, "Can you guess who the guy is that keeps on saying, dude, you're better than Gretzky?" Is uh, Brad Marchand? Oh, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. So uh, yeah, that. What, what do you think? Have, have you? Do you think the Leafs have any chance in this series thus watching what's happened thus far? Yeah, I do. Um, I think once they go back to Toronto here for these next two games, uh, Babcock, I think he. you're going to see maybe some line changes here, obviously, with them looking like garbage. But Yes, Blacanics is going to be the second-line center. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. So but, there we go, uh, with Marner and Marlowe on well, the wing. Okay. So yeah. there's your there's your line swap. <laughs> um, okay, well, yeah. Okay, I, never mind. No. I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, regardless, I think I think Babcock is going to try to try to play matchup to somehow neutralize that Bergeron line. I mean, I, when you don't get when you you know when you get last change at home, you can try to cut down on their offense production a little bit, but oh, I think. Freddie Anderson's going to have to stand on his head a little bit. Yes, more. Freddie. Freddie Anderson's played average. Yeah, he he hasn't looked great. I, I don't think they should have pulled him at three nothing. But and Babcock actually said after the game, he was like, "We we need. I mean, we need him to stop pucks." Yeah, and it's kind of an indictment on Freddie Anderson, even though he's played so well all year long. That even if it's not your fault, whose fault is it? It's ultimately your fault. And that's kind of the position you take when you're the goaltender is that, I mean, you know, a puck goes off a guy's skate. What are you going to do? But you can also ask the question, should you have been out? Should you have been been playing the puck differently? Right. And so, yeah. I, I yeah. Mean, has it been his fault? No. Not entirely. No. Would any goalie, let's, let's be honest, would Marc-Andre Fleury, mm-hmm. if he was on the Leafs, would the Leafs have won either one of those games? Probably not. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably exactly. Not. It wasn't. It was so the goalie really wasn't a factor in terms of them losing, right? More or less, just he maybe didn't 
help them not lose. Right. <laughs> it didn't get embarrassed as much. And yes. then, and then too, when you look in front of the goaltender on the defense, I think Ron Hainsey to me looks like he looks like he's being worn out by playing with the Penguins last year. He's kind of slowed down a little bit. He well, looks, he's and he's worn out from playing top pairing minutes yeah. all season long. Yeah, which is not his his no. thing at that age. And and Zaitsev to me, I expect a little bit more out of him. He he truly has been god awful. Yeah, he, he's contract, been their worst and, defenseman. Yeah, yeah, just like, hands down. I need, I need, I need to see more out of this guy. So, and, and I think maybe it's a fact that he's not exactly protected either. He's what are you playing with uh, Polak a lot of the time, and, and Gardner, Gardner. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think for me, maybe, maybe you try to switch things up a little bit, and maybe put a. I, I know your your whole right and left thing that Babcock likes to try to do as much as possible, but maybe you uh, you switch it up and throw maybe Gardner and I don't know Travis Dermott on the top line and give them some more minutes. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, the problem is that who, what defenseman pair, what defensive pairing do you want out against Bergeron? Because yeah. you can say you want, you know, Riley and uh, and Hainsey out there, which is fine, but Hainsey's clearly getting dominant. I mean, Pasternak's oh, yeah. just making him look silly. And the 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 maybe the positive thing is that some of the things that are happening are user errors. We'll mm-hmm. say. I, I'm thinking a game one. There was a pass across. Was it game one or game two? There was a pass across the crease on the power play, and rather than taking the body, Hainsey goes to play the puck, and the puck chips off of his stick, goes right to Pasternak, and he puts it in. Right. And so, if he had just took taken Pasternak, which is what you absolutely should do on the penalty kill, yes, it wouldn't have been a problem. He wouldn't have scored. So, to me, that's a user error, and that's something that's fixable with a little bit of. Hey, let's not do that next time. Remember how good this right. freaking guy is? He's <laughs> the hottest. He's the hottest player in the world, maybe yeah. right now. And Sidney Crosby, though, after these three games, is there a better player in the world right now? Once again, have to ask this question. Is there a better guy playing hockey right now? I mean, okay, so you take away that six-point night, and Crosby's your NHL leader right now in points. Right. Uh, he he literally looks like the best player in the world. He looks like he wants that third cup. He had a, he had a hat trick, and then he had a four point night. Yeah. <laughs> and aside from the of course game two, they didn't win, and he didn't right. have any points. But yeah, he looks like he uh, he's still rolling. He's not slowing down. And the and, things that he's doing to score are oh my magnificent. Gosh. It is that he, bat out of midair goal again. Yes, he did. I'm like stop that one. The goal. One of the the uh, the one goal that he scored. Uh, in game three, mm-hmm. he pulled the puck up with his foot and then had the nice wrap around. And it's just the hand-eye coordination required to do that is and and to skate around the net and and do what he did is is spectacular. Uh, not to take anything away from Pasternak, but his goals are much more. Uh, they're just there for the taking, whereas Crosby's taking something and making it a goal. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. it's not not quite the same. And yeah, he's just. And not not that we're trying to say that Pasternak is competing with Crosby for the best player in the world, but he definitely is the hottest player in the world. After that six-point night, yeah. not much you can uh, do but tip your cap to that. So let me ask you then, if you're – okay, so with Crosby playing so hot and if you're Philadelphia, I'm just kind of curious, just in the back of my mind, are you going to start Mrazek for game four or do you go back to Elliott again? I think that Elliott proved that he can get it done. Okay. I mean, he he had a great game too, mm-hmm. and in reality, 
does your goaltender just have to steal a game? In this series, yes. And and so who ha, who has a better a bigger ceiling to steal a game? I think it's Elliot. Elliot could steal a game. Mrazek is Mrazek. He's I mean, he can if it's any goalie a couple years hot. ago against Tampa. Yeah, like, any, yes. Any goalie can get hot surely, but I mean, this series to me I think the reason they lost game two is because of the beating they put down on them in game one. Yeah. And I think the Flyers went, no. We're we, not getting embarrassed. No, yeah. yeah. And so I, I expect, I think that the Flyers are, or the Penguins are going to go, they're going to win game four, they're going to win game five, and this series is going to be over. That's okay. That's my little prediction. Um, Let's let's swing out to the West Coast there, eh? Okay. Uh, Kings, Golden Knights. This, is, uh, mm. this has actually been... The lowest scoring series of the whole playoffs. Actually, other than that, uh, this is the most scoring we've seen in the playoffs. Uh, there's more scoring in the in these playoffs than there was in the regular season. Actually, nice. Uh, so, I, I think that it rivals the 2005 that ooh that time of year. So, yeah. we're seeing some great hockey. Uh, not that the Kings Golden Knights isn't hasn't been fun hockey, but it's been different. It's been more much more defensive. Yeah. And you know it was a, what, a one nothing first game win. Mm-hmm. You're looking at a two one game two, and then a three two yeah. game three. So and and essentially all all of them one goal games. All of them coming down to the wire. The Kings have done it before though. Up Ooh. down three nothing to the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. It was what 2014. They did it and they won the cup. Not yes, that I think that this Kings team could win the cup. But is there a scenario where this team can come back down 3-0 and beat the Golden Knights? Remembering how rare it is for a team to do that. I think it's happened, what, four times? Yeah, four times, yeah. I mean, in my heart of hearts, I want to say yes, but it's it's no. I mean, okay, Jonathan Quick, he's put up a 9-4-5 save percentage, which is phenomenal for any goaltender in the playoffs to do. And he's lost all three games. Yeah, and can he keep doing it? Yeah, I think he can still be just as good. Uh, he won't be better than that, but Marc-Andre Fleury on the opposite end has put up a 970 save percentage, and his goals <laughs> against is less than one in three games. I don't... Oh. I mean, and, and believe me, if you had to ask me in one game who would I take, Fleury or Quick, I mean, maybe in one game I take Quick, but over a series, I'm taking Fleury. Yeah, it's he's just so clutch. And the two years that they won the cup, they were winning it on this possession yeah. at all costs kind of style, and so he really wasn't well, getting he was a good, whole lot. He, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was he was very good, uh, but there was he wasn't he wasn't taking thirty five shots a night no. by any means in that series, and especially once they got to the Devils, and the Devils weren't really even supposed to be there either, and so it was kind of a a mismatch. But uh, yeah, I I say I mean. The games that I've watched, uh, it's Vegas looks so much faster than LA outside it, of maybe Kopitar and Carter. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what you should do for a little while, mm-hmm. especially particular in that series. If if you're watching, I I figured this out on accident, but okay. I started to do it because I I noticed it when I'm uh, I was I was trying to have the sound down. Girlfriend sleeping, and oh, so yeah. I actually had it on mute and watching the game. Hmm. And when it is on mute and you can't hear, you know, when you hear 
the excitement of a broadcaster's voice, it makes everything feel a certain way. Like right. you, you get the feel of the game. You can hear different the ambiance of the game. Uh, it's it is much better to watch the game with sound. I of will course. admit. Uh, but the one thing you notice is speed. Mm-hmm. If you're like, ah, it's, it feels like some one team's faster than the other one. If you mute it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. it takes away all the a, any possible feel. Yeah, and all you, you have, have to, to do is go go on what you see. Yeah. And man alive, it's it was it was actually the biggest disparity in speed out of any game that I did that in was their yeah. series. And so, I mean, I did it with San Jose and Anaheim, and San Jose was actually is San Jose has lines that are faster than than certain lines on Anaheim, but yeah. vice versa. And that series is a whole nother whole nother I discussion know. itself. But uh, to me, the most boring series of the first round. But and just to finish on on Vegas and L.A. Yeah. So you say they have no chance. Yeah. I'm no. And uh, I, I think that this the Kings will win one. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Be, and and you you watch. Somebody's gonna say, "Well, you know, we knew that the uh, that fourth game's the toughest one to win there, right? Eh? So, uh, you know, we're gonna head back to Vegas and we're gonna gonna give it our give it our best shot. It's a it's the toughest one to win. We gotta we gotta give it give it all we've got because they're not gonna give up. Oh, absolutely, something like that. Everybody you know, right? says it. Everybody. So, I, I think that the Kings are good for one, though. Yeah, or you're going to hear when you're backed up, when our backs are against the wall, we had to, that sort of garbage right. I always hear. Right. But yeah, I I agree. And yeah, like you said, the speed difference is just night and day. And, you know, like we were talking before we even started recording, Drew Doughty's doing his darndest to, to help out. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Same thing. And there's just not a ton of depth scoring on, on L.A. to make me feel confident that they can come back. I mean, that third and fourth line are worthless. And honestly... It, you know, you're talking about quick playing pretty well, mm-hmm. but in game three, that goal against James Neal, I mean, I, I don't see a reason why he shouldn't have that. And I'm going to say Marc-Andre Fleury, the way would he's playing, would have had that. And so I think that even even with how well quick is playing, mm-hmm. it it was on, that goal to me was on him. Yeah. And so... I mean, no one on that team is playing better than the guy on the other team. Right. Is the way it seems. Yeah. And like Nick Schultz looks like he's playing as good as Drew Doughty. Yeah, he really does. And which is quite shocking how well their D is actually playing. But that's always the case. It's like when when you have two games so tight, you know, decided by one goal, it seems to be just one little snafu or just that goal that got away that they should have had or that the D just made that one little mistake on it. Yeah, exactly. Fair to say that Gerard Gallant is out coaching John Stevens. It absolutely is fair to say that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's, well, we we started going to uh, the San Jose Anaheim series. Mm -hmm. So let's let's, uh, just talk about that for a minute. I I don't know if you've had a chance to catch any of those those games. No, they're on late. So I have you have you been able to yeah, see oh yeah absolutely and I, I good man yeah, good man yeah a little bit but i guarantee you buffalo is kicking themselves right now because tyler Myers playing unreal vander kane he's looking good he 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 did look in game one when he had those two goals yeah or was it was that game one or game two that was game two right yeah yeah when he had the, the two yep. the power play goal yep. the, yeah yes i agree so, a vander kane he looks like he is He's nicely. in the right place. Absolutely. And he's playing with Joe Pavelski. And, and the thing is, is that he's playing with Ryan O'Reilly. Do, would you, I mean, 
it's tough to say who's better, Ryan O'Reilly, no, Jill Pavelski. I, I those think they're guys different at their players. best are, are a coin flip right. with each other. Right, exactly. Different players, of course. Absolutely. But it's not like he was playing with slouches, at least forward-wise. No, and I think the difference is like... <laughs> the difference is he's playing with Brent Burns, well, too. And, yeah, yeah. That, doesn't, that doesn't hurt much either. But, like, end of the year, Ryan O'Reilly coming out and saying they have a losing mentality in Buffalo, right? That doesn't... You know, especially when you're a young kid and you're, you already have, like, a quote-unquote troubled pass with a right. guy like that, you know, and you're trying to rebound. When you're just around a losing culture, it doesn't help much either. And then and then not only that, but Buffalo is such a, a, a market for the media when it comes to that sort of stuff that, like, you know, the newspapers and right. the media are just right. going to pounce all over any mistake. And in San Jose, it's like, oh, okay, go have fun, kid. Yeah, so. yeah, it's very true. Yeah, I, I hope that Buffalo doesn't get the first overall pick. I hope because so. that means that, hey, we're, bo- we're both in the same boat. You're a Wings fan, I'm a Leafs fan. That means that those teams are going to have to play against Rasmus yeah. Dahlin <laughs> for the next freaking 20 years. I know. We're going to be seeing it. So I, I kind of hope that that stays out of the division. Um, but at the same time, is there a team that needs Rossman, Rasmus Dahlin more than the Buffalo Sabres? No. I really don't think there no. is. I but I'll tell you what, would, I, they wouldn't mind getting their their hands on Sveshnikov either because Eichel needs a good winger. So That's very true. That's know, very either true. one of those guys would yeah, be. Yeah, certainly there's there's some options there. I yeah. think the what I've heard is that the top six is all solid, mm-hmm. all projected high. Beyond that, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. So Buffalo will be top four. Oh, so yeah. the, they'll be okay. Uh um, anything else you want to say about that San Jose, LA, or uh, Anaheim series? Aside from the fact that Anaheim just, I, it doesn't feel like they're getting anything going. No, and I, like you mentioned to me earlier, it just seems like their style of play that they've been known for the last few years is just becoming pointless now. It's just, I well, I don't want to say pointless, but it seems like it's playing itself out of the game where teams are finding other ways to win and they're just not adjusting. Now. Yeah, yeah, so. it's like their their style. Just kind of going by the wayside, and yeah. they're they're trying to keep that style. I think it's a little bit like L.A., mm-hmm. where L.A. had that grind them out possession style, and don't shoot until you have a good opportunity because we want to we want to shoot from these high percentage places. And they found that as the speed of the game went up, and these other teams are taking more shots and getting more opportunities and getting to those danger zones because they're faster that it just wasn't working and they had to change and i think that maybe anaheim is just a little bit behind that i i think they do have more speed than la does but when you look at i mean perry just looks a little bit he looks a step behind kessler looks like he needs a hip replacement yeah and and ryan gets life i feel bad for him because i think that i would love to see gets go somewhere else honestly Mm -hmm. i think that as somebody's second line center he would be fantastic he's just not a one c in the playoffs regular season he's fine you know regular season you know i mean a regular season look at who look at who vegas's top center is (laughs) but vegas it just has vegas has that speed though that's the difference is that they, they're kind of with the rest of the league there. Yeah. If everyone's going speed, what's the what is going to be implemented in order to slow down the speed? Because you know it's got to come. Somebody's yeah. somebody right now is 
working on figuring out how to slow stuff down and create systems where they can stop the defense. I think you might see a second coming or yeah, a different version of the early 90s with Scotty Bowman and his left wing lock. Mm. Where that that speed LWL. Yeah. That speed from the the mid you know mid to late eighties was so prevalent, and they just kind of slow it down and play. Granted, they can't play that same type of you know. But see, but the reason why the that worked so well was because there was no two line pass. Sure. So yeah. that yeah. But I I mean uh, I think you're gonna some have to, sort of machination yeah, some of sort of you know version of that you know formatted to today's game. But it's it's tough to to see. I think you're just gonna see guys go speed against speed for as much as they can, and then you're gonna have third and fourth liners who you know can still skate a little bit but are more you know you might have a fourth line guy who can grind it out but yeah yeah that's it'll be interesting to see what team wins without speed next like how long does it take because is is everyone just going to get faster and faster and faster and faster faster no there's there's going to be some you know it's got to be some sort of pendulum swing is usually what happens uh you know what series has maybe been, aside from the Minnesota Winnipeg series has been really fun, but so is Colorado Nashville. Yeah, I'm so, I'm actually it's quite been enjoyable. Impressed how well Colorado stayed in those games. Yeah, they're hanging with them. Yeah. They're hanging with them a little bit, and and I, I mean Nashville could still sweep them, mm-hmm. and it would still be an accomplishment for what Colorado did this season. Oh, I mean, absolutely. They're, they're just the fact that they're in. You have just to tip icing. your cap to everybody in that organization. For yes, yeah, for what they've done, for turning it around, absolutely, absolutely. and yeah. you know, for same all with the, New Jersey, yeah. same with New Jersey. Oh, absolutely, yeah. For all the grief we gave Joe Sackett for hanging on to to Matt Duchesne for so long, and he looked, he turned that into a great defensive player. In Sam return. Bernard looks really good. He does, yeah. I mean, he, he did get a uh, what was that goal against Philip Forsberg? He got burned real bad. Yes, yes. but uh, other than but, that, but that's also when you're a young mobile puck moving defenseman yeah. you're gonna screw up sometimes right it just, exactly it just is what it is yeah, but if, just if like he can PK turn in Subban. right he, he, right. He'll, he'll do that exactly yeah. exactly uh but yeah I, I think that that one's i've been constantly switching over to that one because it's okay. just been it's been a lot of fun uh the tampa new jersey one i i haven't really watched a lot of it other than i watch the condensed games on nhl yeah. I'm, I'm with com. you there too on that one just because i didn't have a lot of interest in seeing New Jersey or had a lot of confidence that they would do anything at all. So I'm like, eh, and you're, I'm not going to miss much. And you're pro- it looks like you're right. Yeah. Um, oh, I, you know what? Let's go back to Leafs and, Leafs and Bruins because Please. I had a question uh, that I think is, is pretty relevant, seeing as how poor Matthews has played. Mm-hmm. And I remember back when he first got hurt, his shoulder injury against the Islanders. Yep. Took that double, uh, the sandwich hit from two guys and i remember guys talking about that hit and a shoulder injury and saying you know he'll probably be back in two to four weeks and and he was he was back in four weeks which i think they took their time because everyone was in their playoff position for months and i remember them saying you know a a shoulder injury if it's like a shoulder separation even if it's just a a grade two it's still gonna bug you a little bit like you'll be fine to come back, but it might not feel right for the rest of the season and into the playoffs. And you're going to need the summer off to really get it rested and and feeling a hundred percent. And I haven't heard anything about about his shoulder. I, I mean, they wouldn't talk about it even if there was. But 
does it feel like maybe that's some of the issue that maybe there's something else going on with that shoulder and and he he just looks hesitant to go into the corners and it could it be that really he's suffering from this you know or not suffering but hesitant because of this shoulder injury and you know i i i'm looking for an explanation as to how one of the best players in the game is just disappeared yeah not even i mean it's not even like he's playing against bergeron every single time either right and that's what i mean i i look at the rest of their team outside of that line and yeah marchand's gonna try to wear you down when he can and try to get in your head i mean look what he's he's been licking faces but um (laughs) uh you look at the rest of that that bruins lineup when you have rick nash david backus you know up and down the two and three slot and then on d they have you know Kevin Miller, Adam McQuaid, guys who know how to grind out but still have some speed left on the rest of that line for them yeah. so they can still play fast. I think in the back of your mind, you still have to be a little hesitant because you're like, man, if, if I go hard on that boards, David Backus is going to come run me, and he's going to he's gonna hit me pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. know, maybe a little bit. I, I see your point with it. I'm not, uh, I'm not 100% convinced that's it. I think maybe they're just – they're maybe a little shell-shocked how – how well Boston came out and just started firing. Because in the regular but. season, uh, they the these two teams were relatively even. I yeah. mean, the Leafs won the season series. I, I thought that it was pretty much a wash because there was a couple games where Matthews didn't play and there was a game where Bergeron didn't play. But for the most part, I mean, you generally, you can be missing a player and that player, no matter how good they are, mm-hmm. even when they're inserted back into the lineup, the team isn't that much different yeah but holy smokes it's a big difference uh one player or one coaching mistake mm-hmm. that i wanted to point out i wanted to get Please your do. thoughts on uh barry trots i am more i see i i think that they could have lost this first round series and i don't know if he's i don't i, I don't know if he was gonna get fired but now i think that he's is he like he's done because of one thing, mm-hmm. he chose to start Grubauer over Holtby, and it has done nothing but bite him in the ass. And now Holtby obviously is back in, but they lose those first two games. If they can't get out of this series against the Blue Jackets, I think that we'll look back and we'll go, why did the Capitals lose this? I mean, they could have played Holtby. I, I'm I just am such a believer in this guy was your starter all year long. He started to struggle and he said publicly, We're resting him because he's exhausted and he just needs a little bit of time. Well, you still went with the other guy because you went with you went with this gut feeling of, oh, you know, he's he's been playing, so we got to go with him. Rather than going, you know what, I've won with this guy before. This guy is great in the playoffs. I mean, it's never been Holtby's fault that the Caps have been losing in the playoffs. He's always been great in the playoffs. I'm going back to my guy. This is my probably my, you know, if I lose in the first or second round, I'm probably getting fired anyways. I'm going to hitch my ride to Holtby and see what happens. And because he didn't do that, <sighs> Uh, they, they're probably going to lose this series now. Yeah. Down 2 uh, nothing in two games in Columbus. Okay, so minus last year's 13-game series or 13 games of playoffs that Holpe had. The, the two years before, he had a 942 
and a 944 save percentage. And even the two years before that, a 922 and a 935 save percentage. So you're looking at some pretty dang good playoff hockey from a sure. goaltender. And like you said, not the reason at all they lost any of those those playoff series. I think what was it? What was his uh, his save percentage last year? Nine oh nine. Nine oh nine. Okay. But the goals against was still down, and so you know he's just not. Maybe you know maybe he had a, a couple bad games. I mean, or whatever, and, but, and the thing is, then the playoffs it's thirteen games. You, yeah. If you have one bad game, two bad games. Yep. It, Ruins all that. Yeah, so, exactly. And, and that's my thought process behind that because I remember last year he was pre- he was good enough to help them win. Right. Um, but I, I get the whole you want to play the hot hand, but when it comes to playoffs, and like you said, he knows, and everybody, it's been talked about from the beginning of the year that if he doesn't make it to the third round, he could he could get the axe without a doubt. And so you think, like you said, if you're if you're going out, you're going to go out riding the number one guy, and. And so you don't have an excuse to be like, well, that's why I didn't win because I didn't play this guy, or you know, you can't point the finger anywhere because you know you you tried you tried the best possible solution to winning, and that that's Braden Holpe. Right. But agreed. And, yeah, and it's it's not like New Jersey who went with Keith Kincaid yeah. because Corey Schneider had struggled, and New Jersey truly was a team that went well. Keith Kincaid's hot. We just need to go with him because yeah. he's what got us in here, and we would have never like we wouldn't have made it here without him being hot at the end of the season. So we're going to ride it out, right? And now they're going back to Corey Schneider. Yeah, rightfully so. But I don't think they were the same because New Jersey was just like let's roll the dice, see what happens because he's hot. Maybe yeah, if he can win us a couple in, games, so who cares? Right. Yeah, right. and they don't really have that kind of pressure to go far in the playoffs where if you're Washington, you have to go far, so you have to ride or die by your number one guy. It would be like, I don't want to say this is exactly the same thing, but it would almost be like putting Ovi on the third line because he struggled maybe the last you know, week, two weeks of the, the regular season. You're like, okay, well, you know, uh, what's his face? Kuznetsov and you know, Backstrom have been hot, so we're going to put them on the top line and move Ovi down. Or right, right. You're, you're, like you're absolutely yeah. right. You wouldn't do that with your star player. Absolutely. Why not. are you doing it with your star goaltender? Just, I'm telling you, it's because it's some sort of stupid mindset that, oh, our goalie's hot. I, it, yes, okay, your goalie can be in the zone. I think that's true. There, there can be some aura about what's happening. But yep. first off, I really don't think Grubauer was in that place like yes he was playing really well but was grubauer in a yaroslav halak down three one to the washington capitals kind of groove right where it was like oh we're getting 50 shots a night on him and we can't stop him no it was he was playing well for them down the stretch that's fine that's dan it but the capitals didn't have anything to play for there was no pressure on grubauer the guy who's been able to handle the pressure is holtby yeah, and Grubauer has literally doubled his playoff experience this year alone. Yeah, two games. I mean, I mean, maybe the whole, maybe it's that they're thinking about trade. I've heard stuff about hey, maybe the Capitals should try and trade Holtby in the off season, and, and sign so Grubauer maybe that's term. maybe that there's some truth to that, and that's why they were seeing what what could happen and giving him a little bit of experience, much like Vancouver did with you know Corey Schneider and Luongo right. and that whole weirdness that happened but still i i mean columbus is coming hot you they, they've been playing really good hockey the last so i mean sure I, I i don't know what he's thinking by that i mean i i understand a little bit play play the better goaltender at the time but hope he has just been rock solid in the playoffs for you the last you know 
five years. Why you want to? Why you want to mess with that? I, 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 he'll be fired. Yeah, <laughs> he he's, they he's lose done. the series. He's he's absolutely done. And then hopefully Washington goes out and finds another coach mm-hmm. who's never gotten past the second round. Elaine Vigneault. <laughs> no, Elaine Vigneault's been to the finals. I know, I know. He's been to the finals twice. Yes, he has. He was Vancouver's coach. Yeah, he was Vancouver's yeah. coach in New York. Uh, but yeah, maybe they'll just go get Bruce Boudreaux back. Hey, Bruce Boudreaux probably has one more year in Minnesota. I mean, I I think you just go. All right, the season that kind of sucks. So we're gonna give you some more. They they Minnesota needs to figure out a way to get a little deeper defensively. I think. I think so. To where they don't have to play Ryan Suter thirty minutes a night because that's just ridiculous. Yeah, and that's gonna be Washington's problem now too because they're they're definitely gonna lose John Carlson after this Ooh, year. I know. And now you've got old guys like Niskanen and Good luck Alsner to to rely on. Or I'm sorry, not Alsner, but um, yeah, Orloff. I mean, have fun with that. Yeah, Orlov is a little slow. A little, just a little slow. bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. Uh, okay. Well, let's uh, before we before we wrap this up. I want your pick for the best series in the playoffs, and gi- give me your your pick for both conferences for the best best okay. series, and then which one takes the cake for both. Mm. Okay, I think in the East the best series has had to been Philly and Pittsburgh. Okay. Just because they've been high scoring, and I yes. I've enjoyed watching. They've that. been high scoring, but none of them have been that good a game. Like they haven't been, they've been entertaining games, yeah, but they haven't been yeah. close. I guess no, is, yeah. absolutely entertaining is is for me the key to that one. It's just been so fun to watch. Um, and then in the West, <sighs> probably have to go with Winnipeg and Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I I would agree mm-hmm. that that series for sure in the West has just been. I mean, it's been a couple couple one goal game well one one goal game right and then yeah but just the the, the fans too the crowd yes. makes that ambiance and it makes you feel like you're in the playoffs when you're watching those two oh, teams yeah. play and they're actually a lot closer together than they're I very thought, relatively so. close yeah uh in the east though i i think i gotta go with uh I, I I certainly am not going to go with Toronto and Boston. <laughs> uh, that would be a mistake. But I I think I will go with the Columbus Washington series. Okay. I think that the two overtimes so far, and I, I expect Washington to pull back and make this a series and yeah figure it out a little bit. Well, what they put fifty seven shots on Barbowski the other night. Insane. Insane. Yeah. 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 It's not too often you let in four goals and you're like. Well, he should probably be the first star of the game. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, but ultimately, the best series thus far has definitely been Winnipeg and yes, Minnesota. I agree. Between both conferences. just I mean, You can't beat that speed of both teams. It's so fast. And they it's fun. both they, they play like they're Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. that fast style, but they hit like they're Anaheim and L.A. Yeah. And Winnipeg is huge. They really are. Like, <laughs> honestly, that second round series, Nashville and Winnipeg, if it happens, oh, which I it really looks hope. like it should happen. I really hope. That might be the best series of the whole whole shebang. Whole playoffs. Mm-hmm. A Winnipeg-Pittsburgh final would be pretty fun. Yeah, no, I'm... Actually, I should say a, a Winnipeg-Toronto series would be pretty fun. But there you go. An all-Canadian final. Not looking like it's going to happen. But big game tonight. We'll see. Yep. Well, any any closing remarks? 
Um, no. No. No, I, I have none whatsoever. You know, I have one thing that I was thinking. Please. I lied. You lied. I don't have anything. <laughs> Save it for another show. I, I thought I had something. I was hoping that I would say that. And actually, this is what I will say. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky has finally shown up for the playoffs. And whether or not it was his fault previously is beyond. It doesn't matter. He has shown up on a national scale. And, uh, and I think that he's going to prove. If the Blue Jackets win this series, and let's say the Blue Jackets go and they win the cup. Mm-hmm. He'll be the Conn Smythe Trophy winner. Okay, that's that's fair enough. Now, here, okay, closing remark for you, and take aside your personal love. Who's more likely to come back from this O2 deficit, Colorado or Toronto? Oh, Toronto. Okay, uh, yeah, hundred percent Toronto. Uh, I'd say that out of all the teams down two nothing, mm, I guess maybe Washington. Yeah, is the most likely, but Toronto is next likely. Okay, fair enough. Next likeliest. Likeliest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been OT Hockey Talk. You can tweet at us at OT Hockey Talk, and uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be around. Shows coming out every day, Monday through Friday. So look for us then. We'll talk to you soon.